In January, President Obama announced the launch of the National Cancer Moonshot Initiative, which aims to galvanize research efforts against cancer. The initiative will both increase the resources devoted to fighting cancer and promote public-private collaboration on research. I'm Stephen Morrissey, Managing Editor of the New England Journal of Medicine, and I'm talking with Greg Simon, Executive Director of the Cancer Moonshot Task Force. Mr. Simon, why did the administration decide that now's the right time to launch this initiative? And does it make sense from a scientific as well as a political perspective? Well, first, the administration decided to launch this initiative when Vice President Biden spoke with the president that his regret in not running for president was that he had hoped to be president when we had made significant progress in ending death and suffering from cancer. So when the vice president announced that he was not running, he and the president uh, decided that this would be something that should be pursued, that the vice president would lead the charge in their last year of office. The reason the vice president had discussed the a cancer moonshot activity with the president is that during the unfortunate circumstances with his son, the vice president had learned a great deal about what was going on in cancer research and the promise in so many areas so that he truly believes that we are at an inflection point where our ability to analyze the genome, our ability to communicate data, our ability to store and analyze data has truly reached a whole new threshold so that we have the opportunity now unparalleled in the fight against cancer to understand it, to take new approaches, and to unleash the power of the human immune system as the first line of attack against cancer instead of brutal chemotherapies and radiation all of which makes this both the perfect scientific time as well as the perfect technological time to be accelerating our efforts against cancer. This isn't the first cancer program that the federal government has ever proposed. President Nixon launched the war on cancer in 1971. Are there lessons from that campaign that you can use today? Well, first, you have to admire the audacity of the original war on cancer because our technological ability and our scientific ability in 1971 was extremely limited. We had no idea how limited it was until we look back on it now. So we were fighting cancer back then with very few weapons in our armamentarium. But a lot of the lessons I think we can learn today is that we have changed everything in our society except the way we fund research. We have incredible communication tools. We operate not just with big data, but fast data. We operate with video technology, not just audio and written technology. We teach differently. We move around differently. We learn differently. But our method of funding research hasn't changed since World War II, when Vannevar Bush set up the current system we have of government funding of university-based research. So what we have to do in this fight against cancer is really change the system to allow us to move more quickly, to fund younger people, to fund bolder ideas, and to share data at a level never even considered so that we have many more people engaged in the current war on cancer. In that fight, what are the primary responsibilities of the task force and the Blue Ribbon Panel of the Moonshot? And yourself, what's your role going to be in overseeing the day-to-day -day activities of the initiative? The president's memorandum that he put out after the State of the Union established the White House Cancer Moonshot Task Force. That task force is comprised of a number of agencies, cabinet level and sub-cabinet level, 
whose job it is to identify how they can work together in various collaborations and how they can collaborate with academia and the private sector to make a decade's worth of progress in five years. That is the stated mission of the task force. The president also created in that memorandum an executive director of the task force, which is the position I hold. The task force reports to Vice President Biden, in addition to identifying what actions can be done this year, will also put together a report for the president of the blueprint for several years to achieve a decade's worth of progress in five years. As part of the president's memorandum, there was established a blue ribbon panel that reports to the National Cancer Advisory Board, which oversees the National Cancer Institute. So the Blue Ribbon Panel does not report directly to the task force. The Blue Ribbon Panel reports to the National Cancer Advisory Board with proposals for how to spend the research budget, and we have asked for close to a billion-dollar increase in the cancer research budget for fiscal 2017. Part of that was already received, about $195 million was already received in fiscal 2016, the current year. The National Cancer Advisory Board will review the recommendations of the Blue Ribbon Panel, make their recommendations to the National Cancer Institute director, who is Doug Lowy, who's the interim director, and then Dr. Lowy will report to the task force. In looking at their decisions and how they're going to spend that money, how do you see them balancing the demand for more research against the need to better disseminate the evidence that already exists to prevent more cancer, to detect it earlier, and to treat it? Well, we have a long history of funding basic research in cancer. We have a very short history of actually taking chances based on that research to start treating people in new and exciting ways, which is just happening now with immunotherapy in particular. So I think the key for the new money is to invest it in a way that leverages philanthropic money in the private sector, investments in the private sector, and investments through the academic community. The ability to translate the billions and billions of dollars of basic research we've already spent is critical, critical to improving patients' lives and saving patients' lives. So as an example, we know that we can do a much better job in clinical trials by creating trials that are more appropriate for combination therapies. We know we have to do a better job of recruiting people for clinical trials by the way that we describe what we're doing and by novel ways to ensure that more people get the experimental drugs. We also can do a much better job of sharing data that is generated at all of our cancer centers around the country and all of our hospitals and cancer institutes so that we can see patterns that lead us to better ways of doing early detection, to do rapid analysis of genetic mutations that may be driving the cancer, and most importantly, so that we can look at the outcomes and start driving people toward the most effective therapies wherever they are whether they're in a major urban cancer center setting or they're in a rural America, we need to be getting the same best treatments to everybody who have a common mutation-based cancer. So we have a lot of basic research, and the moonshot money is in addition to the existing basic research budget. We have a lot of work we can do to make clinical trials more relevant to our new technology and a lot more we can do to share data so that we can accelerate new ideas and detection of what works best.
Finally, given that cancer is hundreds of diseases, many of which require different approaches for prevention and treatment, how are you going to measure the success of the moonshot? Well, there are many different ways to measure the success. First, we know that cancers are very complicated and that even immunotherapy, which is showing promise in many patients and is curative in many patients, often has no impact on other patients in the same situation. So we know that there's always going to be complications. But we want to be able to show success by trying more shots on goal so that we can show that we're accelerating the experiments and the ability to try new treatments on the most difficult-to-treat cancers. We want to be able to fund younger investigators more rapidly and change the review cycles in the cancer research enterprise to show that we're moving as quickly as we can. We want to be able to show much more collaboration in the dissemination of data in the sharing of compound libraries, in conducting joint clinical trials with combination therapies. And if we can show progress in all of those areas, we're confident that we'll show progress in lives helped and lives saved. So we have to get real boots on the ground, so to speak, to make a difference in the way we fund, the rapidity with which we fund, the people we fund, the ideas we fund, and the way we change the culture so that it's more open to collaboration, more open to data sharing, standardized ways of gathering data, of gathering tissue, and to do this not just in the United States, but internationally as well, since cancer is not an American problem, it's a human problem everywhere. Thank you, Mr. Simon.